the pilgrims and to the buffaloes who once ruled the plain. Like the vultures circling beneath the dark clouds looking for the rain. Looking for the rain. Welcome back, loves. Thank you for tuning in or streaming or downloading Blue Me Out on WFHB 91.3 FM in Bloomington, Indiana. I'm Melanie Davis, and we have some special guests in the house. You know them, you love them. They're back. And they've brought a visitor. <laughs> <laughs> Judy and Lizzie from Spencer Pride. And Yay. they have brought with them a very special, special guest into the studio. First time on the radio, we have Truman. Say hi, Truman. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Truman. It's so fun to have you here. Nice to be here. <laughs> Can you hear us okay? All right, good. Awesome. It, it's scary being on the radio, isn't it? <gasps> Who's that? <laughs> I'm back, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back, Cal. Yes, Thanks. Cal. It's been forever. It's been a we couple months. You. <laughs> walking and talking and the whole the whole thing. Yeah. So long story short, got a, a little bit injured. Uh, I was hanging at my parents' house, but I'm all good now. Horse so. riding accident? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was with some dogs, but we're good. Oh, okay. Okay. Thought you were coward. And the dogs are fine? Yeah, the dogs are fine. I just had an old person injury when I stood up. So (laughs) don't stand up. Messed up my Don't ever do that again. (laughs) But that's great because we have Cal Dimery here and myself, Justin Robertson. (laughs) We're all in the house. This is kind of crazy. It's really a full room today. We've got mm-hmm. yeah, people around it's the great. table. Yeah. I, there's, I don't know how many microphones are going on right now. <laughs> it looks like a spider is curled up and, and, you know, mm-hmm. the legs are twitching right now. So, yeah. Yay, I'm so excited. <laughs> Do we have anything to talk about? Well, there's plenty to talk about, but oh. I, yeah, what? I, I don't know. Oh, you mean uh, about me personally? No, I mean, yeah, sure, go for it. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know you you all want to get your stories in before i start talking about spencer pride because you know you can't get a word in edgewise right oh, that, no, is no, true. No, no. that is true so do we need to talk about anything right. a bunch before. of stuff happened this week what was that one guy who got in trouble who oh there was some guy yesterday does he wear really orange foundation did, yeah, yeah, he's kind of like a drag queen in that way. Mm. <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. hair, the swooped hair. Right, right. Yeah. Little puffy, hair. puffed out guy. Yeah. With yeah. little tiny, teeny, tiny, tiny hands. I know, I feel so jealous of those. <laughs> <laughs> those dainty little hands. Yeah. What are the giant meat hooks I got? Come on. <sighs> Cute little fingers. <laughs> tiny little I will shoes. celebrate when those hands are in cuffs. Yes. Yes. Do they have cuffs small enough? <laughs> um, yes, I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now he got arrested today, right? He got he arraigned. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So he wasn't put in cuffs yet, unfortunately. Maybe <laughs> they'll use thumb cuffs. <laughs> thumb cuffs, exactly. And this is what AI is for. Paper so clips. So we just need to, to AI that image. And, uh, and Does anybody know a, what's the difference between an arraignment and arrest? An arrest is an arrest is when you're taken to the police station mm-hmm. and everything. Arraignment is when they tell you this is what you've been charged with. How are you pleading? Okay. So yeah, 
but it was. I this, knew you would know. <laughs> the arraignment was. I was watching it like live streaming because my favorite podcast was also watching it live streaming. Mm-hmm. A lot of protesters on both sides. Very crazy because this was a federal case that he mm-hmm. was being indicted for uh, regarding January sixth. Not just the New York style. One yeah, where they had like some people show up and. Yeah, this was the big deal, the big one, if you will. So he pleaded not guilty to all the charges, but this he was charged with trying to overturn the 2020 election. Um, so let me pull it up. That's a bigly one. That's yeah, a bigly that's one. A big one. <laughs> it's the best one. He's so, done that more than anybody else. <laughs> he knows how to break the law better than anyone. So um, he was he's got charged with conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction um, and conspiracy against the right to vote and to have one's vote counted. And they have some very good proof of all this, as we all witnessed um, January 2020 and right after that, 2021, excuse me. Um, And I mean, in my opinion, I think he's going to be charged with stuff if we don't have a scapegoat jury. Right. Because the evidence is pretty good, in my opinion. But I don't know how they're going to have an unbiased trial, uh, unbiased jury. That's true. And then, as I understand it, I listened to his lawyer yesterday on NPR, who was saying that it was all free speech and well, he, he can also, say whatever he wants. Yeah. And the lawyer was also saying that he hadn't, he didn't know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. So how could he have been perp- – <laughs> because part of the charges they have to prove is that he, w- he was knowingly doing all of this. Right. And so his lawyer was saying, well, he didn't know he was doing it. But then the prosecutors came back and said – there is 15 people around him that are very confident that told him what he was doing was not right. And he did not listen to and told them that he was not going to listen to them. But if he was incompetent and didn't understand the words that were being spoken to him. Incompetence is not an excuse for, you know, criminal activity. (laughs) He is never going to accept a defense that he is incompetent. Oh no, He will fire that team of lawyers. Right. That's true. (laughs) Well, he already has. Well, like every yeah. other week. I know, so. I know. But if they try to say he didn't know what he was doing, he's not going to go for that. Right. His all of the things to prove him innocent are on Hunter Biden's laptop. Um, well, something really interesting <laughs> that's Indiana related in this case is one of the some of the huge documents they're using as proof mm-hmm. is Mike Pence's notes because Mike Pence knew what was happening and kept handwritten notes of everything. And he turned it over to the prosecutors, and he was also wearing a wire at one point during this. Wow. Um, so he like he knew what was happening, and that puts a whole new perspective on like what he was saying at State Fair and every um, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> to know that he knew what was happening and was willing to not stand aside. What did but he it's say? Also Mike Pence. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What did he say at the uh, oh, State Fair last he week? He basically like denounced Trump. And said that anyone who's against the Constitution should not be president. And he's been saying this, but to say that at the State Fair on TV uh-huh. is a bigger step than what we've seen of him. Right and before he judged the Tenderloin contest. Yes. <laughs> I watched Did he the, really? Yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> he, he was doing like different yeah. activities yeah. Yeah. Um, at the fair because I was there the same day. But um these otters are magnificent. <laughs> I'm going tomorrow. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is I, there any LGBTQ yes. things going on? Yes. There? Okay. In the um, agriculture and horticultural culture building, uh-huh. which is right across from the midway, right in the center, there's a shop shop stand, United State of Indiana. I liked them for a while. And it's just this giant rainbow patch of stuff in the middle of like everything oh. else. <laughs> Yay. Mm. Yeah. Very cute. Awesome. Very. Um, I got lots of stickers and t-shirts and stuff from them. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that out. Truman, have you been to the state fair? Um, I've been to the county fair, not the state fair. Oh, okay. The county fair is good, though. Yeah. I like the corn on the cob they have there, that they dip in that outrageous butter. <laughs> have you had that? Yeah. Yeah. What, what about the fried Twinkie? No? Not a fried Twinkie fan? Okay. No. Any fried stuff? Not really. That's good. You're a healthy guy. So you're going to have a good heart. <laughs> <laughs> healthy he's, one. He's a salty snack person. Oh, oh. chips. Yes. Yes. And that's Funyuns. You, Funyuns. Okay. That's your, oh, okay. Funyuns are good. We had to put a limit on that. <laughs> Here's your number yeah. of packages of fun. You can have four. These are your four. If you eat them all before lunch, you're done for the day. <laughs> So, yeah. No more funions for you. Right. Well, and you uh, brought in chips and salsa and everything, so that's awesome. Yeah, we have chips and salsa, which we probably shouldn't eat on air. I no, was, I was kind of hoping to do an ASMR thing, but um, I'll refrain uh, for everybody's sanity. Um, there, there are other news things other than um, that big one, and and I'm I I'll say this about that. I am kind of worried about what happens to the the Republican lineup if he is taken out of the running, um, because then how does that fall? Um, will DeSantis have a chance because of everything that's going on and you know with what he wants to do, or is it going to is it going to fall to one of the other ones who have each one of them has like one or two percent? Mm-hmm. Um, so nobody knows over there. So is that does that just push them out of the running altogether, or is it going to be, you know, even worse bad news bears than it was in 2016? I mean, I don't think DeSantis will get the Republican vote just because I don't think he can appeal to enough moderates. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, most moderates I've talked to have been like, eh, don't don't he's too much for us. Uh-huh. Um. He seems to be digging his grave, too, every day. But there day. are moderates who are going to vote for Trump. That doesn't that doesn't. Uh, Trump square. appeals to the common man a lot of the time, though. I don't think DeSantis is, manages to do that. I saw something the other day, uh, a story about DeSantis, and uh, he seems to be falling apart when he starts mingling with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he, I, I mean, seriously, yeah. that's what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all good when he's just making these broad statements and busing migrants to New York and and these kind of things. But then when he tries to connect with people, he's not connecting. Um, It's not happening. So it seemed like at least from that story, I saw that DeSantis isn't gonna, isn't gonna happen. But I agree with you, Melanie. If I almost wish Despite everything that's happening, Trump would be the nominee because I don't think he could win. Right. And if we get a more moderate Republican, mm-hmm. they won't be moderate enough. Mm-hmm. There would still be awful, hateful things going on. 
and and they would appeal to a broader um, demographic. So I don't know. I mean, I'm happy that Pence stood up and is saying those things and would hope that that gives some backbone to some of the others to do the same because, you know, they're not, they don't all believe what they're saying. They're just saying it because they want to keep their job. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but at the same time, I don't want Pence either. (laughs) He's a disaster, but he appears more reasonable to people. Right. So yeah, it's just scary. You don't want Vivek, Vivek Ramalada, Ding Dong, or whatever. <laughs> no, no, where, no. Well, I can't remember his last name, but that's close enough. Where he's he's vowing to to um, a, um, pardon everybody. Oh, from the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not not only that. The idea that they should pass uh, um, <clears throat> do away with uh, birthright citizenship mm. and make. Uh, everyone passed the citizenship test, which I didn't we go over these tests for for things to vote? You know, isn't yes. that something that we we went through just Voting a few years ago? Act, anyone? I mean, um, I would like to see Trump pass a citizenship. Test. I was right. going to say the exact same thing. Maybe. I was like, can these people who want this pass it? Mm-hmm. I don't think that they could. Well, I, I think he probably could because um, he actually. Seems intelligent. Who, uh, Trump? No, no. Who are you talking about? <laughs> Vivek. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I'm thinking that many of the others would just stumble all over the mm-hmm. I mean, Trump, he he probably couldn't get through the first five questions. <laughs> you know those, I think it's Jimmy Kimmel who has those um, segments where he goes out and asks people, like, about yeah. the machine of others, the parents. Right. I want to see that, but with, like, all members of Congress and the executive branch and everything and with the citizen, like, you know, maybe States that would be a, a great test for office. Yeah. You know? Not, not necessarily to vote, but for office and definitely not. Yeah. The whole, <sighs> that just his, his take on these things is just rough. So, um, but that's why he's, he's over on that side of, I'm just glad that know. I don't vote. <clears throat> That you can't, I can't vote. No, not well, that you don't. Yeah. You can't. Um, and that's because you're Canadian. Yes. No, yeah. Not because you're in prison. Why are you? Right. You got to be like here just lording that over us. No. <laughs> Check this out. Look at my citizenship here. Yeah. Yeah. You saw the that. The guy from yeah. the smart country. You know, the you- other thing she can lord over you is we can escape. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can swim. <laughs> uh, can you take all of us with you? Right? Well, that's the question. We'll fit in the yeah. trunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, We're going to need a bigger trunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Mm. Um, where even were we? We were talking about, we were going over news. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about Donald Trump's arraignment right. and indictments and everything. So, I mean, there's good news. There's There's been good news coming out. Yes. That's great. There's some bad news. Um, we'll get into a little bit of that, I hope, uh, is just a, a touch. Um, but oh, the Indiana abortion ban has officially gone into effect as of Tuesday. 
Yes, there was a petition signed to prevent it, like to delay it, um, and it wasn't successful. Mm-hmm. So they're um, so it's gone to effect. But reminder that Michigan and Illinois are safe haven states, and um, there's two options for free birth. I mean, there's multiple options for free birth control, but I just listed two in my document. Right. One is called Path for You, mm-hmm. and it's free birth control in Indiana, but it requires parent parental permission and then there is indiana family planning center and that also has free birth control but it does not require parental permission in case you're under 18 so it's path number four you.org yep and i n f f p c.org yep so it's path for you and indiana family planning center awesome Excellent. i heard a path for you because they have a giant billboard on four i-465 Oh, okay. So on the way to Bloomington, I saw it and I was like, never heard of you before. And I know there are a lot of people who are offering, uh, you know, rides and Mm -hmm. and such to 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 go camping other to other states to go camping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Go camping whenever you need to. (sighs) We're here, folks. Um, I want to go into something, you know, nice. Uh, Lake Moms for Liberty. Yes. Right. So nice. They're so nice. <laughs> so there's a, um, and this, this has happened for a few other groups that are nonprofits or claim to be nonprofit, but aren't actually uh, working as uh, uh, agents of the public good. And a, an attorney in Michigan has filed a complaint about the tax status of Moms for Liberty. The complaint says that the group is not meeting the obligations of its 501c4 nonprofit status, which means it should uh, be acting as a social welfare organization, which it's not. Um, And yeah. So So what that exactly means is that organization can't spend more than half their funds on political related things mm -hmm. when you're a a 501c4. Um, So a lot of their funding is going to political-minded things because that's the basis of their organization. Mm. Um, So honestly, they should get an accountant or like a CPA to help them figure this out. Well, I mean, otherwise they could just declare themselves a church, which is a way that others have... What if I just have my mom reach out to them and then she can just screw up all their stuff? (laughs) (laughs) But she does does not for profit. Nobody (laughs) who heard this will will bleep this out. Yeah, nobody heard that. (laughs) Oh, sure, never. Now, this is a national organization, right? But it's only in Michigan? No, there's chapters, and we have chapters in Indiana. Right, yeah, no, I know, but is it only in Michigan that they are challenging... Right, but that could open it up to... That could open up to others, too, because... Um, of how the nonprofit thing works. Uh-huh. Um, if the other chapters are, are functioning in a similar manner, they, they could be uh, facing the same issue, depending on how it goes. So, Unless uh, it's, I mean, they're pretty much a group of moms that are just against LGBTQ anything. And anything. Right. And they uh, are allied with, um, the o- like, Oath Keepers and... Mm. Um, uh proud boys oh yeah i also wanted to add uh-huh. the complaint also mentions that uh the group you can only join the group through public uh, to, through a private facebook group that is controlled by the national organization 
So thus, they're not engaging in public education about politics, which is what their mission says. Mm -hmm. So they're also violating their mission, which is against Mm -hmm. 501c4 rules. Right. And I tried to join it. They didn't let me. What? You did? <laughs> yes. Why wouldn't I? You and Melanie are so brave. Even. Well, there's a chapel well, right next to where I grew, grew well, up. I know. So I was like, yeah. I probably know some of these people. So I was going to try and infiltrate. But well, you're, and now you're telling everybody. But it would be fine. a really good idea. <laughs> but Melanie, you do stuff like that all the time. I mean, you're always sort of like lurking. Oh, wait. <laughs> did I just bring your cover? I don't even no. know what you're talking about. It must be no, another. It must be. It is. Another Melanie. You, you know what? M-E-L-O-N-Y. Yes, that's the one. And Davis is with a Q. Yeah, Davis is with a Q. Yes. No. (laughs) It's called Know Thine Enemy. Come on, Dandelion. Jeez. (laughs) Well, you two are always so informed because I try to hide from it. You know, I'm just like, I don't want to click hide the stories. I don't want to do anything. But then I'm like, what? Who are these people? What's going on? I just make up new aliases. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, have, I don't have one cover, but I also play the part of conservative young woman very well when I want to. So, yeah, <laughs> it's really kind of brilliant. And I'm a mom, so I can. How do we know you're not a spy here? Oh. Ask my parents in the house of beauty <laughs> and love. Ask your parents. Oh my. My parents are both conservative, so that's why I say ask my parents, because they're going to be like, there's no way she's conservative. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, maybe just not conservative enough, you know? Um, but your but parents sometimes listen to the show, right? Yeah, they're like apathetic conservative. They oh, vote okay. conservative, but they don't actually pay attention. <laughs> I think that's most of the people that vote conservative. Yeah, they're, they're not active. They're not active, yeah. Um, to quote my dad, he doesn't have, he has too many things to worry about, so he's not going to worry about politics. And I'm like, that's just the wrong opinion on everything, but okay. But you're still going to vote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just skip that day, yeah. you know? Right. Um, <laughs> say you're going to vote, just take that time off, go get a burger. Um, <laughs> uh, there's also uh, in Montana, so Montana had a, a bad time this year legislatively uh like many places did um that was the uh place where the the trans legislator was uh Zoe? yeah kicked off mm. the floor and wasn't allowed to come in or right. speak or anything um which i <sighs> if yellowstone wasn't there i'd say give it to canada but canada <laughs> probably wouldn't want it either um how about, oh, I'm we sorry. Ju- how about we just do land back and just give it back to all of the indigenous groups that are there? there yes. yeah. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they'd probably kick out all of the true Americans <laughs> who live there and send them here, um, which we deserve. And it's Glacier, I think, that's there, right? I mean, which is a beautiful, beautiful place, right? Um, but should be given back to well, Native I mean, Americans. If we could, we should, like, North and South America should revert. But, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, a federal judge issued a temporary restraining order, at least on one of their horrible bits of legislation, uh, on the law banning drag shows and drag queen story hour from taking place on public property. <laughs> so... 
uh, public libraries, places like that, schools, um, those things can have drag queen story hour again. And you are laughing, like hmm. you're now covering your mouth. Public speech, anyone. I mean, free, free speech, speech, anyone. <laughs> that only counts if you're being indicted for trying exactly. to overturn an election. Exactly. Come on now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm so silly. What was I thinking? You're just being ridiculous. I know. Lucy, is anything like this happening in Canada? No. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a huge scandal going on right now. Thank Wild you very fires? much. Wildfires. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you deserve Montana. <laughs> uh, but Trudeau's, you know, getting a divorce. So. Oh wow. I'm shocked. <laughs> scandal. It would be more of a scandal if Tessa and Scott got together and then broke up. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> Tessa and Scott are very famous ice uh, figure skaters yeah. from Canada. And I say if they got together and then broke up, it would be a bigger scandal. Probably. Yes. <laughs> Wait, they're a heterosexual couple? No, they're not together. Oh. But everyone thought they were for a long were, time. Yeah. Oh, it was a scandal if they were together. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're so beloved. I was beloved. a little bit shocked about yeah. that for a minute. No, he's a sturgeon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. For sturgeons. Uh, just kidding. I don't know anything about Canada. <laughs> uh, I've got family up there and friends, but. That's because there's nothing scandalous going on. If I mean, there was, the way they treat the First Nations people. If there was, we would be hearing about it. If the kind of crap that's going on here was going on there, uh-huh. we, we would hear, be hearing about we it. We don't hear. I mean, talking outside of the the queer bubble, people don't know what's going on here. Right. You know, much less alone elsewhere. I mean, yeah. if if it wasn't in line with what I do for work. I would know nothing about residential schools, lost children, any of that type of stuff happening in Canada. So, yeah, but it happens to be in line with my work where I, I work with people who are going through that. So, yeah. Well, what's going on here is what we always hear about that's going on in say the Middle East, you know, and <laughs> things like true. that. And <laughs> we usually try to use that as sort of propaganda to So maybe we need to bomb Canada. Them. Like we do the Middle East, and then we pay more attention. No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I, I wasn't advising that at all. Work. That's not how things work. Truman's right. Well, Lucy commented the other day that when she was living in Canada, you hear world news mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, you hear your little bubble news. Yeah. Yeah. Even world news, American world news is yeah. still a very... Very, very American-oriented. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, I think people would be shocked to realize that America is being termed as unsafe countries to travel to for, like, right. women, people mm-hmm. of color, exactly. um, queer folk, etc., because of these laws. Right. Like, multiple countries have given out warnings and travel advisories, and no one here knows that they're in a place that has a tra- travel advisory and warnings right. out against them. I have a comment. Mm-hmm. When you said people of color, mm-hmm. I read something the other day, and I have to get this down exactly because I'm sure I'm not remembering it correctly. But instead of using people of color, to start using the term world uh, majority. Oh, I like that. Okay. I would yeah. color. Right. Hi. World majority. No. Yeah. This. 
the world majority are mm-hmm. the people of color. So rather than people of color, the world majority. Okay. Thank you for that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I actually haven't heard that. That's something else going on in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a reason we haven't heard about it. There you go. There's the rest of the world. What? Um, they all speak English and take the dollar. Uh, just trying to. <laughs> Sorry, I dropped loud. my 1970s word processor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for context, uh, the word processor is a piece of paper and a pen. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, that's been done. However, in Kentucky, uh, they a federal judge has allowed the, their um, trans health care ban for minors uh, to go forward. So Tennessee and Kentucky uh, are moving forward on that. Um, and of course, because it's a federal court, that's something that's going to go forward to um, right on up the line to the Supreme Court. And who knows how they will decide because, you know, being the Supreme Court that they are, um, I'm sure that they'll have a fair look at things. Also, on the Canada front, um, and and other countries too, there's already started to be, uh, and this has happened over the past few months, a, um, a, a rainbow railroad, mm-hmm. and and that is what it sounds like. It's it's kind of like the underground railroad. Mm-hmm for queer people to get them out of places like Florida and Texas and Indiana and other places where um, they're under attack. And so there's a lot of talk right now about uh, asylum seeking in other Mm. countries and nobody hears about that either. Um, That there are people who are actively trying to seek asylum because um, we're being targeted Mm -hmm. here. well, yeah, with the way things are going, the things that these politicians like DeSantis are saying, what they're trying to do, I mean, yeah, we should seek asylum elsewhere because this isn't a safe country anymore. It's so not a dem- democratic one either. Right. Um, although, you know, still participate in elections unless, of course, you're apathetic. That's um, the only thing that I was thinking of is it's like Florida, Indiana, all the, we need the queer people. <laughs> you know, it, but... Yeah. We need action. We need to yeah. we need to take that. Not everybody can afford to move somewhere. <clears throat> if you could put in a word for us though with uh King uh Charles. Sure. That would be no great. Problem. Yeah. No. I almost forgot his name. Yeah. Um He'll take us all in. Willie? Yeah. Oh, well, so I know sweet. oftentimes people would say, um early on and during this formation of Spencer Pride, why do you even stay here? Why don't you just leave and go someplace that is friendly why why are you staying in this place and jacob had the perfect response san francisco wouldn't be san francisco if everybody left right right but i understand why some people feel like they have to leave Mm -hmm. because it's just too scary and too physically unsafe Mm -hmm. and this is home you know this is our place as much as it is somebody else's so we're going to let them run us off right and especially since we do have support more than ever in the history of the united states do 
LGBTQ people have support of the public. Yes. Um, and that was from the huge campaign in the 70s and 80s to, to be out mm-hmm. and in front of people in the 90s when, right. you know, celebrities started coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they began to see us as people. Um, so really it's important that we continue that. Uh, and, and I don't, I'm not aware of any countries that are actually granting asylum for LGBTQ people, but it's something that mm-hmm. people are, are looking into. It doesn't mean it'll happen. Right. Um, well, if Scotland does, I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I, I love it there. That's, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call in for the show. <laughs> you can vote uh, absentee, right? Yeah. Are you going to purchase like an acre of land or a yes, yard of, of sheep? Lord Dandelion. Lord Dandelion, <laughs> yes. With my sheep and my oh dog. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm going to make your crest. Um. <laughs> Maybe I'll start my own little queer country on my little Scottish Isle. Wouldn't that be nice? How does I, it take to I saw the Wicker Man. Don't do that. I don't know. You have to create a cult first. <laughs> so anybody interested in joining cults, please email us well, at bloomingout at WFHB.org. Well, so I, so when I work out, I listen to um, Explained, which is a series by Vox. Mm-hmm. And they, I was listening to the one about flags the other day. And it said, what makes a country a group of people with a flag? <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, we got that. No, so. I, yeah. <laughs> it didn't start. Yeah. I think um, that does answer the question, really. Do you know how many pride flags there are? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> They're all flags of the country. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is we have to have just one flag. Right? We have many states. Um, so there's one other thing I want to get to really quick before we get to our special guests and actually let them talk. Uh, school's back in session. Yay. 1608 is in session as well. Um, to refresh everybody's memory, uh, 1608 is the law now that is um, forcing teachers to out kids in the classroom if the kids uh, come to them or they are made aware that the child is using a name or a, uh, a pronoun that is different from one that uh, complies with their birth certificate. So um, within, I think it's 48 hours or 72 hours or something like that, they have to uh, notify a parent, doesn't necessarily have to be both, just a parent that uh, this, their child has uh, requested to go by a different name or whatever that is not on there. So this was a big question. We were talking about this uh, two weeks ago when we had April Hennessy on. You know, what's going to happen when school starts? How is this going to affect how how kids go through school? And um, the kids and at least a teacher or two are uh, working around and or doing a bit of, uh, they're making a bit of good trouble. <laughs> so oh, that's a good news because yeah. I'd be Dandelion Mead instead of Justin Robertson. Right. And you would not make it through school. No, I would. <laughs> your underwear With your would. Poppy. 
your underwear would be hung by the flagpole yeah, exactly. with you still in them. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, so there, this is a report that there was at least a teacher or two uh, who were deciding to not necessarily use um, uh, specific pronouns, gender specific pronouns in the classroom. Mm. Uh, referring to kids by name or, you know, using when, oh, well, they, they did this. As, so using gender neutral, but also just using names. And that way you aren't going to necessarily um, uh, run afoul of this, but you can also respect the, the kids. Mm. Also, and this is where the kids came in, and apparently it happened on day one, mm-hmm. uh, which is... I just find beautiful. So the kids are working on it too. And they decided to force uh, compliance, right? Malicious compliance. Mm-hmm. And if you're the name you want to go by isn't the one on your birth certificate. So if your name is Jessica and you want to go by Jess or Jay mm-hmm. or whatever, they will, um, they have to write out a 1608 report and contact your parents. So oh. the kids were so, in droves giving nicknames. Oh, that's hysterical. That does the teacher have to fill it out or does the administration have to fill it out? The teacher has to, I believe, is the, okay. the rule, but the administration has to work on recording it. And, and okay, that makes that. sense. So, And I think they have to report it to the state. Okay. Is what it is. So, so what school did this? Several MCCSC schools. Ah, okay. so and, I didn't know if you're speaking local or if this was a news story from somewhere. Oh, this okay. is local. Okay. It's, I know there's whispers that it's going to happen at other school districts because all my friends are educators besides me. Uh-huh. I guess I'm an educator, but not in a traditional sense. But um, one of my friends, um, it's his first year, like, officially teaching his own classroom. He's very gay. And he's said he might he might um, ask all the students if he can call them by their last names mm. and then fill out all the forms. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. But it was all by like, people's last names. Yeah. Um, or nicknames, etc. And then my best friend is, is student teaching, and her teacher is doing the whole no pronouncing, just referring to their names. Yeah. Um, so Meg's following that. So it's interesting to see how it's all falling out. So is this only in this district, or is it statewide? Statewide. Or, okay, so it's statewide. So our district had to do it by law, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I know, I mean, Monroe County is usually very cool and liberal about these things. And the school board passed a resolution affirming that, you know, they they support LGBTQ kids. So uh, how they were going to do that remained a mystery. And how how that falls out is still, you know, figuring figuring out as schools open and stuff. Yeah. But that last name thing is really really something. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. We go Bueller. Bueller. Oh my God! But you know what? We are here. Uh, we've invited uh, our guests to speak on what's going on at Spencer Pride. Oh my goodness! So much going on. I had to ask for 1970s word processor to make a few notes so I could flip through my phone and get the details. Um, okay, so um, we have a program coming up August fifth. What's today? August 2nd? 3rd. Okay. So coming up soon, uh, the 5th at 11 a.m. 
and it's called Hoosiers Need Health Insurance. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have um, uh, someone from Aspen there to talk about um, some people that got uh, on Medicaid got extra benefits because of COVID. Right. And those are expiring. So um, people need to learn what do I do now that, that those extra benefits are not there and how you can find affordable health insurance in your budget. Fantastic. So if that's something that people need to know, come to the center. I believe that's also um, Zoom available. Oh, Um, nice. So you can email clay at spencerpride.org to get the Zoom link for that. Clay's doing a lot of stuff. If you want to participate. Clay is our health and wellness director, Mm -hmm. and he has really been spot on. Uh, with this programming. He just uh, graduated um, and started a new job. So that's been pretty stressful for him. But um, yeah, yeah, he's really been spot on with getting some programming for us. And we also, we have other things. We have um, uh, homeless bags Mm. for people um, needing that. We got those from some agency that just have some toiletries and things like nice. that that we can oh. give away. We've got uh, Narcan mm-hmm. and fentanyl test strips mm-hmm. um, available. Um, in the restrooms, we have um, needle drop things. And um, one of our volunteers' son or son-in-law was in there and was really impressed to see that he's diabetic. Mm-hmm. And he said, you just don't see that in places you go. So we have that. We have free um, condoms and um, sanitary products in the restroom. So we've we've got all that going on. We have uh, HIV testing. Today was the day for that um, regularly. So there's a lot of lot of health and wellness, comprehensive things. community support. Yes, we're trying very hard on that. We also um, have our youth group is regrouping. (laughs) So um, our youth empowerment director, Joy Hellman, is um, having programs regularly. And sometimes two or three kids show up and sometimes a few more show up. But it's one of those build it and they will come Mm -hmm. things. We had a really vibrant youth group before covid COVID happened and a lot of the kids graduated. So it's kind of in the rebuilding process, but we've also expanded it to kids um, uh, as young as 10 with a parent. Okay. And then 12 to 19, I think, um, can attend. So um, she's doing this next week, tie-dye. So bring a t-shirt and come and tie-dye. That's Wednesday from five to six at the community center. So you're, you can bring a parent. Lucy wants to go, but Truman is not into tie-dye. So I don't Peace, know. man. <laughs> so unless she can find another kid to go, then she's just out of luck. Truman, so. you don't like tie-dye? Just not your thing. He's yeah. shaking his head no. no. He's yeah. not a fan. You're, you're not a, your aesthetic is not hippie. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have a description of what it is? Not yet. Okay. No. Just just not that. Okay. All right. Still experimenting, I guess. Yeah. That's good. Okay. All right. So 
Um, big thing coming up is our annual meeting, mm-hmm. and that is this Sunday at 4 o'clock at the center. Uh, that is also available via Zoom. Um, That's in- August 6th. Thank you, Lucy. <laughs> um, uh, email Jonathan at SpencerPride.org if you want the Zoom link. And this meeting, I have the flyer here, so I can tell you exactly. Um, we do our last year in review. We do an overview of upcoming initiatives and our strategic priorities. We vote on the next year's operating budget. And we also have a couple of elections of um, board of directors. So it's a lot of stuff crammed in there. So um, I I affectionately call it our brag and beg meeting. <laughs> so we brag on everything we did. And then I yeah. beg people to give us money so we can keep doing it. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of, yeah. That's and my. I've been to a couple of them and they're really, they're, they're great for understanding, you know, the, the long over the course of the year, what's going to be happening and kind of get your mind around everything that you all are doing, um, like on, on a grander scale. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, because just to see you all grow from where you were to, to what you've become now is incredible, but to, Uh to be in the room while those decisions are uh, being made and stuff is, is really cool. And to meet the people who are in, responsible for it yes exactly well we went from a back in the olden days a board of three to now with this election we will have 13 wow people on our board and and every board member is a it's a working board so every board member has responsibility for some area of our organization and so it yeah it's incredible so that just means we have that much more that we're doing and mm-hmm. we need that many more people <laughs> to help and be responsible. So, um, yeah, it's incredible, but it's really going to be, it's going to be a fun meeting too. We're going to have door prizes and, uh, food and, and all that. Yeah. Truman's all excited about that. <laughs> the good but you stuff. have to wear tie dye, right? Uh, <laughs> does the dress code. Sorry, Truman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay sorry sorry justin uh, yeah he's not having it but yeah it's it's really exciting we we really encourage people to come because you also it's a way to as melanie touched on get to know the people who are doing this who are involved in it and ways that if you're not involved already you can get involved everything doesn't require uh, a five-hour shift at the store Mm-hmm. They, there are a lot of things we do. We volunteer at the Tivoli every month. Some people mm-hmm. just volunteer at that. They love it. Mm-hmm. It's just a group of like six people. They're together running concessions. You get to watch the movie if you want to. If you don't like that movie, you get a pass to come and watch a, another movie. That's so great. it's just yeah. a fun, it, it's a fun, little more intimate uh, way of being together with other mm-hmm. with other people like us, and people have told us there are some people have told us they come to the theater when they know we're volunteering. Oh. and oh. couples, uh, uh, gay couples have come in holding hands, and so they feel even more comfortable. I mean, it's a welcoming place, obviously, but they feel even more comfortable coming in when they know that we're the we're the group mm-hmm. that's there volunteering. So 
Yeah. And volunteering is a great way to, I mean, you might not have a lot of money. You might not have, uh, you know, all the, the things to donate, but uh, some time, if you have some of that, that's a great way to support the community. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And all we are, are totally volunteers. Mm-hmm. We, we don't pay anyone. Neither does Donald Trump. Um, we don't want him volunteering yeah no we don't want him volunteering um yeah so i mean it's incredible that we have that kind of support yeah that um some people that are new to us are shocked that we're running a business a retail store five days a week from 10 in the morning to seven at night and we're not paying any of the people that are uh, running the store that yeah, are in there. That's really impressive. It's, it is. Yeah. yeah. Besides the other stuff we do. Right. So, I mean, the health and wellness programming and the... Um, yes. Co-ed. Oh, right. So, Lucy is our co-ed representative. Co-ed is co-community organizations assisting. assisting in disasters. Oh, and so uh, Spencer Pride was approached to be on that uh, board and in that on that committee. And uh, Jacob thought, oh, my gosh, that's right up Lucy's alley because she is all about the safe, being safe, being safe, being safe. And preparedness. And, yeah. 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 So Lucy is on that. Um, so, yeah, we have a presence on there. And we actually supplied volunteers after the tornado. Yeah, I was going to ask And they were set that. up in mm-hmm. at the Steinsville School. We actually supplied oh, us that's wonderful. Uh, for that for that big group. hearts. So, yeah. So, yeah, we're there. Uh, there's so many things uh, to do with us. So absolutely come to the annual meeting, get to know us better, uh, find out what we're doing. We have a five year plan. It's not just what we're doing in the next year, but for the long term future. So also we have um, we're working on uh, the building still Mm -hmm. this. I love I just reviewed a grant uh, uh, that our grant writer wrote and she referred to the derelict building that we purchased. And I thought, (laughs) oh, I haven't seen that term used for a building (laughs) even when it was derelict. I'm a little bit behind the times. I think I missed the last time you were on, but what building did you purchase? The one that you're in? That you're the one we're in. in. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. Congratulations. It that's was. Yeah. It, well, we in Owen County State Bank own the building. <laughs> yeah. We have a huge mortgage, but yes. Yeah. But yes, we've been rehabbing that building since we bought it. But we we closed on the building and we um, moved into the building in January. We closed our store on the south side. What year? Uh, 2015, mm-hmm. I think. We closed, no, it was 2017. We closed our store on the south side on a Sunday and moved into the other building, carrying things across the square yeah. <laughs> and opened the store the next Wednesday. We never missed a day of being open. Oh my gosh. We, we just moved from one store to the other. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so we're still rehabbing and the latest uh, rehab. Now we've finished with the West side. Now we're moving to the East side. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> moving to the East side, <laughs> moving on up. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're moving to the East side. So what we just recently did, we built an addition onto the back of the building. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that, there was a, uh, a lean to that we had to tear down because it was really leaning. And so we're, we've squared up the back of the building and the first floor is going to be like a garage. It's going to be storage. Uh-huh. And if you all are familiar, our festival, we provide lots of tables and chairs and canopies and things. All of those things are upstairs. So they have to be carried down and back up um, after the festival. No. So now <laughs> they're going to be stored in the ground floor space. That's so great. that's going to be fabulous. <laughs> so much and the other thing is we have to have a space to move those things to, or we can't rehab, we can't rehab the rest of the East side. Uh-huh. So that's happening. So you'll hear all about that. We've also got a cruise to Alaska coming up uh, June of next year. What? Oh my God. What? Um, so yes, Can we don't, we, we don't have the whole ship. Absolutely. Anybody that books the cruise through us to uh, Spencer pride gets $200 per person. Oh my God! And it's Pride Month next year, so oh. it's with Celebrity and Celebrity Cruise Line, and they have all kind of Pride what? stuff going on. Oh, that's so amazing. you'll hear about that at the Yay. meeting on Sunday. So um, yeah, so we got the rehab going on. The festival, of course, yeah, is coming up in October, October seventh, seventh, um, first Saturday in October. And we are still looking for vendors, but not food vendors. We're full up on food vendors. Thank you very much. Yay. That's great. Uh, but we still could use some uh, vendors. Just go to our website or go to the Facebook page and there's a QR code you can click on. Um, so definitely come to that. We've got, we're having a festival after party this year. Mm-hmm. $10 a ticket. Gets you two free drinks. And it's going to be upstairs in the ballroom. Oh, the ballroom. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's a fun new thing that we haven't done before. Is that this is just, that's just one night? Yes. Right? I mean, yes. the whole festival is just one. The festival is one day. Okay. Yeah, yeah festival is one yeah. day, twelve to seven. And okay. it's amazing. It's huge. It's lovely. Oh, last year we had like six thousand people. Yeah. So really? it's incredible. Yes. And there's only uh, two thousand people in town. Right. <laughs> so uh, we are doing drag queen story time, but it's going to be at in our ballroom now that we have that finished space that's going to happen up there and uh we will still have drag shows i think we're having two and those will be in the tivoli theater and then we're going to have street entertainers oh fantastic um, in the street so lots of stuff going on um so there's that and then also next year on um april 8th is the eclipse yes that is we're in the path uh-huh. of um, the eclipse, and um, Spencer Pride is planning something. We are in perfect alignment for the eclipse and are working to have some fabulous community programming that day to welcome people to Spencer. So stay tuned for that. We are that is be, so wonderful. We are going to be awesome. doing some stuff. So, yeah. Thank you. So if you come to the meeting on Sunday, you'll hear a lot more details about all these fun things I just told you about. Come to the meeting. We want to come to the meeting. Come to the meeting again this Sunday, the 6th, 4 o'clock. Food, door prizes, information. 
I could use some doors in my house. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Then you should you're come. Funny. I've been called that. Yeah. Uh, you're not funny, are you? Yes. Um, you can visit us on Facebook. What? Visit us on space, face, Facebook. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's a combination of Spencer Pride and Facebook is Facebook. <laughs> visit us on Facebook. And also SpencerPride.org. Now, yeah, you all, you always have, there's so much, so much more in the programming department and I oh, yes. love everything that you all put on. Um, yeah. so, you know, and you're just 20 minutes away, 25 minutes away. Yep. Uh, depending on how you drive. Yes. And what you drive. And the construction is done. Yes. Oh, so yeah. now you can get there from yeah. here now. <laughs> the roads are nice and Yeah, I didn't smooth. know that last time I went to Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> Big mistake. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was I was driving on the road when they were they were lining it, oh. so that was fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's all done. So feel free to zip right over there. And no problem. You check. You don't have to wait. You can check them out anytime. They've got these really cute little uh, uh, adorable hand crocheted uh, yes. pride things, Items. creatures, and yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. Lovely. Those are just some of the things. the The store is bursting with stuff. So right. um, and a ton of flags. Yeah. Oh, we're so, going to have some fun carnival games at the festival this year. Yes. We're going to have cornhole, we have to get you back on. basketball, and a uh, little ducky. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love the ducks. Little duckies. I love those. So, yeah. But it's time for us to go now. And uh, and we will have you back on to talk about yes. all of that stuff. Uh, support for Blooming Out is brought to you in part by Blooming Foods Co-op Market. Blooming Foods community-owned our Blooming's, uh, Bloomington's community-owned cooperative grocery store supporting local fans, uh, fans and business since 1976. Owned by over 8,000 residents across Monroe County and beyond, Blooming Foods offers uh, local, healthy, sustainable, and environmentally sound products. Blooming Foods is located at 3220 3rd Street by College Mall, and Blooming Foods near West is located at 30, uh, 316 West Street uh, near the square. Get more information at bloomingfoods.coop. Blooming Out is a production of WFHB Community Radio and produced by Melanie Davis and Cade Young. Our engineer is Alicia, Alyssa Gray and Cade Young. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Justin Robertson. I'm Cal Demery. I'm Melanie Davis. And remember, we're here, we're queer, and we, we refuse to live in fear. Uh. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Thank you to our guests, and we love you all. Take care. Good night from your Blooming Out family. Night. Good night. Buried beneath the highway, never had a chance to grow. Never had a chance to grow. And now it's winter. It's winter in America. know it's winter winter in america and ain't nobody fighting cause nobody knows what to say save your soul